You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded hoes. Hey guys, welcome back. It's Danica. And Riley. And I think we've had a few episodes in between here, so it's been a little bit since you guys have heard our lovely voices just talking to each other. You must have missed it. (laughs) like mm. <laughs> debatable uh so how was the first month of jan first month of january first month of january <laughs> the first month of 2021 <laughs> treating you being january <laughs> um good so i uh had my autoplasty in yeah it would have been mid-january which is the pinning back of the ears um so yeah uh, i've just been taking some time off work and Earling. Did you say earling? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> I, have a, I have a guess that the uh, time off work wasn't voluntary. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wanted me. Um, how was the procedure? You were awake for it, right? Yeah, I was awake for it. Um, they gave me a sedative, and then they uh, waited for that to kick in, and then they did about three or four injections uh, in each ear to numb it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which hurt like a bitch. Oh like, yeah, that numbing, was definitely oh. numbing needles hurt. Yeah, and it goes so deep too. And yeah, it was awful, awful. And then uh, once my ears were numb, I could uh, hear the cutting and the cauterizing. So crazy of my of my yeah ear. But it was like so. The reason that they did it awake was so that basically I have stitches in the back of my ears that hold them now to my head mm-hmm. um, and they'll just always be there they don't dissolve or anything um, and then the scar tissue will cover them oh, so yeah so he I was holding up a mirror and then he was basically like with the little strings tightening it and loosening it to like like wiggling your ears exactly back <laughs> like, that's so crazy like fucking uh, telling you like uh wings I'm, on a plane yeah exactly. <laughs> just like in and out like uh, so I kind of got to see uh, the desired look the, yeah exactly which uh, is is helpful for sure um, but yeah, it was, uh, interesting to, cause it's also so, I mean, it's your ears, so it's so close to you and all you can hear and you just feel tugging, but you don't feel your actual ear. The pain, and, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, very, it was very uncomfortable for the first ear and then, um, you got I used was, to it. yeah. Yeah. I remember when I got all four of my wisdom to teeth taken out and I was like 16 or something. And I remember, yeah, the same, like I was awake for it and I could like feel the teeth break getting broken up and then getting pulled out of my mouth and I can like feel that yeah <laughs> I had so many my teeth were just super weak when I was a kid and I had so many <laughs> brittle honestly I had so many fillings and it's the same thing like they would in, put that injection and it would fucking suck ugh I don't think I ever got any cavities um just already two seats. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> uh, but we went on our little uh, whistler trip with the girls. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, but that like, was like a couple days after my surgery. Yeah, you were like freshly healing. <laughs> yeah. With your little band around your head. Everyone made fun of you. <laughs> Which I can also wearing now. Which you're also sporting the band yeah. now. Um, yeah, like all the drunk people wear with. They were, like, talking about your ears. I was like, no, she doesn't have ears anymore. Like, they're just holes. <laughs> ears are so 2020. Yeah. It's so funny because the ear, my ear problem has been something that I have always been really self-conscious yeah, of. literally just but, a you thing, yeah. But nobody has ever said anything about it. And, and now they're talking about it. Exactly. 
I like, I've been made fun of for my ears way more post-surgery than ever, like pre-surgery. <laughs> Thought you were bettering yourself? Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I haven't really seen your ears, like, healed yet because you've been, last time I saw you, they were, like, fresh and still yeah. swollen and stuff, so... I'll take a peek yeah. later, but yeah, obviously I didn't notice your ears before anyway, so no, I'll sure. probably just nod and smile at you and say, oh, good. <laughs> I, my boyfriend's done the same thing, like, bless his heart, he loves me to, like, no fault, but uh, I was like, just admit that they look better. <laughs> He's like, they were great before, and I was like, admit that, <laughs> that they I not waste better. money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, I think, and also you never really showed your ears before because you're embarrassed of them, so exactly. it's not like we were, like, constantly staring at them. It's not like a yeah. nose job or something, right? Yeah, I never wore my hair up, really, without having either my bangs or, like, the little streaks yeah, yeah, to yeah. kind of take away from that, so I'm excited to do, like, a nice, sleek look, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, my January has been quite boring. I've spent a lot of it in, um, my hometown just visiting my family and spending time with them. But it was so funny. I went to, uh, this past week I was in my hometown and I was getting some blood work done because usually I'll like pre-plan if I have appointments that require me to drive out of Vancouver, I'll plan them around family visits. Yeah. So that makes sense. So I had to go do blood work at a clinic out there and, uh, and it's like this, like, off the main road, like, clinic. It's not, like, you know, like, in the hub. And so I, like, scurry in. And I always assume I'm just never going to see anyone unless I'm, like, making a point to go out to, like, a restaurant or whatever. Yeah. And I'm standing in line, and the person, like, adjacent from me is uh, this guy that I had, like, a little thing with when I was, like, 16. <laughs> He's like married to a friend, a friend of mine now, and whatever. It's been like literally like yeah. thirteen years. But I was like, what are the odds? And he's like, you know, a very distinct look to him. So it's not like he, I would mistake him. And then I was like, hey, maybe he didn't see me because I'm kind of like behind him to his side. And then the lady's like, can you spell your full name for me, please? <laughs> God damn it! So I had to tell my full like first and last name. Yeah. Like there's no mistaking me now. Like I'm literally like sitting in front of you, spelling out who I am. Um, so that was funny. I was like, of course. And then I, I grabbed lunch with some girlfriends, which was nice to, to catch up. Um, but it's funny how that is. Like, the days you don't want to rent to anyone, you rent to, like, everyone. Always. Um, but, yeah, what other exciting things are happening? Not a whole lot. I'm going blonder tomorrow, which is exciting. I'm yes. going to get rid of my dark roots and just go all blonde, which is funny because in the last week I've had, like, four people say to me how much they love my black hair, and I'm like cool yeah <laughs> how much it cost me to go fucking blonde like and how much hair I had to lose but I'm, so I'm gonna go fully blonde fully commit to it see if I hate it and then go back to my black I think um by the summertime and do like a black bob maybe or something change it up but yeah we also have another trip coming up for mine and your birthday because yes. your birthday is at the end of February it is and mine is at the beginning of March so we're gonna have a little combined getaway to Sparkling Hill which yeah. is exciting I've never been and it's been on my bucket list for forever so it'll be a nice little getaway yeah we've been talking about or especially you've been talking about going for a while mm-hmm. and yeah we just did a little uh 20 20 birthday mm-hmm because I was very uninspired to do anything for my birthday this year. I just feel like I'm turning 26. And <laughs> Shut up. But I feel like that's <laughs> what just, I would give to go back to your age. No, no. But I just feel like it's such a, like a non-age. Like a, I don't have any like desire to do anything 
Yeah, 25 is your last fun age. Now you're just getting old, dude. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> going downhill. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so speaking of which, oh, can God, we what? talk about some good karma that happened to you? Oh, uh, yeah. Can I tell the story? Yeah, so I, one of my like Louis purses, it's like one of my favorites, and I, um, I was shopping in one of our like district, our like downtown district area, and I got home and I, I can't remember what I was doing, but then I went need something for my purse and my wallet was gone. I'm like, fuck, where's my wallet? So I went yeah. down to shop. I went back to like shoppers, couldn't find it. Like went to the place I'd been, it was nowhere, and I was like, fuck. Like not only is that an expensive like wallet, but I also had like, yeah, I'd say around like. I don't know, a thousand to fifty, maybe maybe closer to a thousand. And yeah. when I like look back at it, it was closer to a thousand cash in it, which I mean, it's a good amount to find on the street, a thousand dollars cash. For sure, yeah. And also the biggest thing I think too is like my visa and like my driver's license and all that stuff and having to like replace that is so annoying. Yeah. And then yeah, so a couple days pass, I'm like whatever, like call up the visa place, call up my banks, mm-hmm. call up my um, ID, you know, get them replaced, whatever. And then um, we're in Whistler, and they got this random text message at, like, 8 o'clock at night, and it was like, um, hey, is this? And it said, like, my full name. Like, I think I have your wallet. And I was like, oh, my God. Anyways, it turned out that this, like, lovely lady, who was probably, like, early 30s, mm-hmm. had, I guess, and I never do this, but I guess I put my wallet on the top of my car and drove away, and, uh, and like, in a busy hub of downtown. And I guess she found on the street and like, and I guess she had, um, messaged my, um, my Facebook messenger, but I, for some reason, uh, request messages don't come through, I guess. So as soon as she texted me and I had like her in my phone, her message came to the top of my messenger and it was like an hour after I had lost it. So it's annoying that I didn't see that because then I could have like not had to redo my visa and ID and everything. But yeah, we went and met up with her. And uh, it was, like, no scratches on it. All my cash was still in there, my whatever, whatever. And she's like, I'm sorry I had to go in and I just wanted to find your name, try to contact you. And I was like, and she had gone to my old address. Mm. And, like, because my old address was in my in my in one of my cards as well. So she had, like, knocked on that door and, like, obviously I wasn't living there anymore. Um, but, yeah, she, like, went, like, the whole nine yards to try to, like, get it back to me. And I was yeah. like, bless your heart. So I gave her some money as, like, a thank you. But just, like, restore my faith that no matter how goofy these clients are, there's still, like, great women out there. <laughs> no, and for sure. And so, I mean, we were talking probably the day or two after that. So you lost your wallet in between, I think, me getting my surgery and us, like, having to go to Whistler. Yeah, yeah. So that was, like, very stressful yeah, like, was, I lost the day long. before Whistler yeah. or something, yeah. Um, and I just remember, you know, we, you were um, upset about it, in all fairness. And you, we were just kind of talking about, like, that there are shitty people in this world. And, like, it's really disappointing that, uh, you know, we, we shared stories about times that we had found purses and wallets and had gone to links to return it. And someone, at this point, unbeknownst to us, had done that for you. Yeah. And then, yeah, we looked at the time. I remember I was sitting with you when that Facebook message came through. And we looked at the time, it was like literally an hour, and this blessed angel had gone through lengths to yeah, try and contact yeah, you. Yeah, bless her heart. Yeah, I was so happy. Um, I still had to redo like my visa and everything, but whatever. And, like the grand scheme of things, that's yeah. such a small, a small thing to do. Um, okay, so I want to ask you something. This past week, <laughs> you have this fucking shit eating grin. <laughs> wow, that really plays into our topics today, to be honest. Yes! 
Um, but no, okay, I had a dream the other night about this individual that me and you know, and it was like a really intense sex dream. And Can I guess who it was? Uh, I already told you, didn't I? I don't think so. Yeah. Okay, no, you didn't tell me this. I think I did. Okay, well, I'll tell you <laughs> off air because I don't embarrass them. But yeah, I had like a really intense, hot sex dream. I came in my sleep because like I orgasm in my sleep all the time, probably because I have no orgasms in real life. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, and then I was kind of like, ooh. <laughs> like, do, so do you ever have sex dreams about people and like does it make you look at them differently? Um... I honestly haven't had a sex dream in a while. Really? Yeah. I have sex dreams quite a bit. I have sex dreams a lot around my period. Like the mm. couple of days before my period, I'll get sex dreams a lot. Yeah, I have reoccurring ge- uh, dreams of being pregnant. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> of being pregnant and like it's the last day that I can do something about it. And uh, like I have to do, like make this decision. Um, and then I've also had a lot of like shooting um dreams Hmm. like I am I guess fighting against something or having to get out of something like and yeah just having to like shoot and it's obviously it's all in slow motion um slow motion and so painful to uh to dream through but um interesting I haven't had a lot of sex dreams that might be a nice change (laughs) (laughs) I would actually sorry just I'm going to come back to your topic, but I'm just going to sidebar is I would love to talk to someone about what my dreams mean. Mm, I would too. Cause I've been having this really weird sensation in my dream where I can't stand up straight. Like my legs won't straighten properly. Do you ever Google what your dreams mean? Uh, no. Cause I find it's a lot of like uh, different things, but yeah, I just haven't been able to like stand up straight. My knees have been really like, uh, uh, sore, Hmm. Um, and I would love to know what's wrong. Getting old is what it means. hundred <laughs> percent. Just getting um, old. But no, I, I mean, I can't really remember the last time I had a sex dream or especially one that I has been like a weird person. Like sometimes it's, I know who it is, but they don't look, they look like another yeah, person yeah. that I know. That's usually in dreams. Like they don't really look who they're supposed to look like. Yeah. But I know it's supposed to be them. Um, yeah. I have, yeah. Usually my sex dreams are about people I've actually had sex with before. You, typically. Yeah. But, yeah, this is a dream of someone who I've never had any, like, romantic thing with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I adore them. They're great. But I just thought it was funny. They snuck into my dream. Um, we had a lot of interesting listener questions this week, really focusing on the topic of anal sex. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what is in the air right now, but January is the month of butt stuff, apparently, because... <laughs> Um, yeah, a lot of questions came in, so I picked about, um, I put aside about four of them, but the first question isn't about that stuff. It says, are you in love? You sounded really happy in your last podcast. You always do, but you were extra giggly. I laughed the entire time. Pretty crazy I'm associating this with being in love. Could be in love with yourself, and we're not sick of five-part interviews. So... <laughs> Is this the one that we were drunk? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it was. <laughs> so this was Geometric episode, episode 63, I believe it is. And, um, you know, Riley and I may have partaken, partook? Partaked. 
Partock. <laughs> in um, uh, um, some adult beverages the night before. And by some, we mean maybe a whole liquor store worth. And we were a little drunky drunk while we were interviewing the next day. Because we didn't go to bed till like 7 in the morning. We had the interview at 10, 10 in the morning. Uh, so we were a little worse for wear, but now you know that we're happy drunks, so that's good. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like I love that. That's what it came across. Like so I'm looking, I'm it in love wasn't when like I'm drunk. A, are you alright? Like, <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with you? Um, so yeah, no love here. Just alcohol. Just alcohol. Just, just alcohol. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a very fun night. Uh, it was nice to let loose since I rarely ever drink. Um, mm. Yeah, good times all around. Yeah, good that's time. amazing. That's so funny. <laughs> okay, now to the butt stuff. Uh, first question. Hey, this seems like an odd question, but I remember from one of your super early podcasts about anal sex and that the guy, and that the guy to be kind has to be the right size. Would you say that is my husband really wants anal sex and I've tried, but I honestly believe he's too big. It's extremely painful, but he thinks that I just need more warming up. But he's for sure above average. The instinct in me is like asking him if he would take a like something the same size on his butt. Yeah. And just tell him that maybe he needs a little bit more. More warming up. up. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, but on the actual health floor side. Yeah. Um, yeah, I honestly for me, uh it renal really is all about the size. I think uh some dicks like are more slender and longer and they feel better for anal. And then, um, the ones are like thicker and just like honestly hurt the whole time for me. Um, and my recommendation is definitely to go slow and use a fuck ton of lube. Um, do you have any experience with anal? Not really, to be honest, but, um, you're so disappointed in me. We talked about this earlier and your response was, not really. Kind of, sort of, maybe not really. And I was like, that's not a... It's a real yes, no. Has things gone your asshole before? Things have entered my butthole. <laughs> but... you Entered my butthole. <laughs> Gross. You want me to spell it out for you? <laughs> Went in the shipping <laughs> um, How'd that go for you? Walk um, us through the process. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cute um, music. Yeah, no, for me, it, it was just like kind of painful and uncomfortable as well. And we like got it in. And then it was just like. <laughs> we got it in. Got it in. It, it did too. Uh, it was just uncomfortable. So we you like. kind of say it stopped. breached the. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> you cannot say that. Uh, yeah, so we just like didn't continue. But um, I don't know. I feel like. Have you only done with one person? Mm hmm. Wait a second, no. No, I've tried it with another person. But mm-hmm. again, he I mean, he was large. Larger than life. Larger <laughs> than my butthole. <laughs> um, I don't like when you say butthole for some reason. <laughs> um, That's rude. <laughs> interesting. Okay, so you're not exactly an expert on the topic. Uh, absolutely not. But um, with everyone that we've asked on the podcast, it's always been much lube, much time, and patients, maybe yeah. some butt plugs. Yeah, and that's exactly what I would say too is lube a hundred percent. If you also might be tightening up because like you're subconsciously self conscious of anything you know happening down there. Um, so a lot of my friends they'll do enemas before mm-hmm. if they know it's like a special night and they're gonna be doing 
a lot of anal then. They uh, make sure it's all cleared up down there by, by doing an enema. And I would also, yeah, I recommend using a toy first. So you could do it solo or incorporate it into the bedroom with your partner and like very slowly insert it um, and using a water-based lube uh, for your toys. And next question, okay, anal sex. Is douche the best way to clean out or do I need to starve myself? Playing with myself is important, but with someone else, a little embarrassing, no? I don't know what's happening with Marley, I'm sorry, Marley's face, but I will continue. Um, so the, they're asking the best way to clean yourself out. Do you need to starve yourself? I've heard that like a fiber-based diet or like a high-fiber diet is a good oh, way okay. of staying cleared out down there. Um, you know, if you're committing to like a lot of anal going forward. Sorry, I might be wrong, but a douche is for the vagina, no? And an enema is for the... Enema, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So... It threw me when you said douche. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is douche the best way to clean out? Yeah. yeah no, douche just... Douche can be like anything to clean okay. out. Like, it's French for shower. But um, some of uh, my girlfriends, I guess, said do swear by, like, anal. Anal douches. You know, enemas. Um, before anal. And honestly, though, if you've recently gone number two... I don't say the word because I fucking hate the word. Uh, you should be naturally... <laughs> Go aside. <laughs> uh, you should kind of be naturally, you know, emptied out. Um, although you definitely can still do one if it puts your mind at ease. Uh, also, using a dark towel and baby wipes are great to have on hand. And again, lube. Uh, definitely use lube since the anus is not self-lubricating like a vagina is. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be using a toy and or condoms, water-based lube because it won't break them down. If you're not going to be using condoms and or with a toy or not a toy, uh, you can use coconut oil. I really like coconut oil as a lubricant, but um, it's safe on toys, but it will break down the condom. So, um, yeah, don't use coconut oil if you're using condom. Also, like I said to the other listener, I definitely recommend playing with toys first. Um, perhaps, yeah, like Riley said, even just putting in a butt plug and leaving it there while you touch yourself or your partner touches you um, is a good way to kind of like relax the sphincter and get used to the idea of something being up in there um yeah and sorry i also heard that you can get sort of like um inject uh, not injectors but uh like what do you call this depository yeah that you can put like into your butt so that because like yes in case you know you are new to it you don't have all the rub like lube like rub off yep. while you're entering yep. you still have like that's a good point too that if you look um there are certain exactly there are certain lubes that have like a depository kind of mm-hmm. mechanism that you can kind of like it's almost like if you've ever had like the yeast infection pill that you like put up there and yeah. like or like a tampon kind of style where exactly, you put it up and push yeah. it up it's the same idea but with lube so the lube is higher in your anal cavity anal mm-hmm. canal area um because yeah like you do need to use a lot of lube um and it does get rubbed off when it's like just on the penis or yeah. on the outside so next question i have an upcoming date and i want to try anal but what if i shit on them <laughs> valid question uh honestly i'm i'm such a mentally aroused person that i I can't enjoy any kind of sex unless I do feel comfortable with the person. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to be doing anal, which I honestly don't do very often, um, like very rare, if I do do anal, it would be with someone I'm very comfortable with already. So if something were to like, you know, have an issue, um, I know that like we'd be able to laugh it off or it wouldn't be like in a horrifying moment. Um, 
but another option is like the the dark towel and the wipes and stuff, but also just like shower sex. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, you'll probably need a lot more lube because the shower will wash away the lube. Or silicone lube or something that's a little bit lesser. Disappearing. <laughs> <Just>, okay. <laughs> We're going to wrap this up. It really lasts longer, especially yeah. in water. You want something more resilient. Yeah. Um, yeah, so shower sex. That way any mess can be cleared up right away um, before they even notice. And, again, that being said, with anal, and especially if you're doing anal on, like, a first date, um, remembering to be safe. Uh, you know, definitely use protection because anal sex, it does carry more risk of STI um, transmission because it's not lubricated. There's more chance of tearing, um, micro tears and, um, and all that lovely stuff. So ideally using condoms and then a water-based, um, a water-based loop for the condom so it doesn't break down the condom. For sure. I mean, and the other thing that I've heard is discomfort is okay, but if it hurts, like that it's not supposed to. Mm-hmm. You know? So like, as you just said, you can get like micro tears and stuff. Yeah. And, um, obviously that, area is very can be very prone to infection if you do have anything like that Mm -hmm. so yeah you just got to be super careful and preventing anything like that to happen also if you're having anal and your partner isn't uh okay with the uh potential of that happening then i don't think he understands what he's in for yeah literally what he's in for (laughs) like what he's going into um also with that same train of thought with like the pain there are the option of like numbing lubricants I personally and I've read this before too wouldn't recommend them because your body like pain receptors and telling you something's something's hurting is to keep you safe Mm -hmm. and if you're doing anal you do kind of in a sense want to be able to know when it's too painful so you can stop you don't want to be numbed on there and cause injury because you didn't know that your body was telling you to like take a moment yeah, actually, in saying that, um, it might be good to look into THC or CBD lube because mm. that'll, uh, if, especially if you're quite nervous, it might allow you to relax, but you'll still have those um, uh, pain receptors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. That's a good suggestion, too. Mm. Yeah. Okay, well, those are all the questions we had. It's like a lot of anal stuff, yeah. but um, so I'm going to caption this bums the word, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is hilarious. Yes. Yeah, very funny. Yeah, it was um, a short but shivit one uh, yeah. this week. Our lives are boring. Let's be honest, it's January, so yeah, what can you do? No, I have sorry, New Year's, and that's it. You got New Year's, and and I am spending a lot of family time. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. Um, but yeah, so that is all. Thank you for listening. Yeah, have a wonderful week. And happy hoeing. Bye. Bye.